You know what, guys? That was a fast overtime. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, folks, we are back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. And guess what? It's just me tonight. Yep, Sam Driscoll here hosting. If you like this episode, make sure you like it, subscribe to it, smash that subscribe button if you'd like, and leave a review. We love to read them. We like to interact. All right. Well, that was a fun game. Um, I am impressed with Carolina's resilience because that is the real story tonight. Resilience. This team, (laughs) you know... I really felt after they allowed the goal to go up three to two for the Islanders, I, I didn't. I, I felt like that was it for the Hurricanes. It was all New York from there on, and then Jacob Slavin just turned it on its head with a great goal, banked it off the back of Sorokin. So, all right, we just want to go. I, I want to just kind of touch on a few things because I don't think the game was Carolina's best. I, I don't think you can argue that it was. So let's just kind of analyze a few important factors. One of them, goaltending. Ronta was not bad tonight. I don't think he was bad. I think Ronta played a solid game. He was fine. You can argue he probably should have had maybe one or two. But at the end of the day, I think he made some really good saves. And I think that's what matters more than even the the bad goal or two he may have allowed because Carolina compensated. Um, so I think there's that. So along the goaltending route, the question becomes, what do you do on Friday? Do you stick with Ronta or do you go with Freddie? I am not going to be shocked if we see Frederick Anderson in goal. I might not agree with that. I haven't really decided, if I'm being honest, whether I think we should see Freddy or Ronta. Leaning toward giving Ronta a night off, you are up two games to none. I think you can afford to start Freddy Anderson against Long Island, um, and I think that would not be a bad choice, and I don't think starting Ronta would be a bad choice in this case. Um, so there's that. I would also like to point out when it comes to the goaltending, I think that you have two goalies right now that are just playing really, really well. And that's just impressive, right? You don't normally get two goaltenders playing really well in a series. You usually have one that kind of starts to fall apart. You haven't had that yet, right? Sorokin let in a bad goal today. You can argue the goal scored by the other Sebastian Ajo. On his own goalie, because yes, the wrong Sebastian Ajo scored for the Carolina Hurricanes. But we'll take it, right? doesn't matter. As long as Sebastian Ajo puts it behind Sorokin, I think we will all take that. So we've addressed goaltending. Um, Freddie Aranta, I don't think you can go wrong. I think giving Aranta a game off, if you choose to give him one, would be the next one. I really don't think if you go to Long Island and you win with Aranta again, I don't know if you can justify at that point easily taking um, him out in game four. So it wouldn't shock me 
to see Freddie Anderson play. In fact, I'm not going to, you know what, the more I think about it, the more I expect Freddie to truly start on Friday. Um, and, and, it, and I think you have some wiggle room right now to, to do that in case things go south. I don't think they will. I think Carolina's defense has been excellent. Uh, which brings us to the next point, the defense. I think the defense has been great this series. And I think we saw it again tonight. Um, the back end has been nothing short of perfection. And I think that's one of the most important parts of why this team has been so good, right? It, it's your defense is doing everything for you. They're scoring goals. They're forechecking. They're playing defense. I mean, they're doing everything that they could possibly do. Carolina's got the better defense in the series. They they truly do. Offensively and defensively, Carolina's got the best. Offensively, you have Brent Burns, Brady Shea, Chatfield, and Gostaspare. Defensively, you got Jacob Slavin. I mean, do I need to say anything else? And even Jacob Slavin got on the score sheet tonight. That is just, that's what you need, right, from your group of six on the back end. They are doing nothing more or less than perfection and that is just so important um of course they make mistakes and i think we saw that tonight and i'll kind of gloss over that when i actually get to the game itself right now so i think another aspect that i want to go over after the defense and goaltending is the top line look i think that you have some great forwards right now you really do aho natchez Tara Vinen, Code Kinyemi, great. You need more from the top six. Because right now, you can argue you're getting depth scoring, right? You should be having Aho and Natchez and Code Kinyemi, Tara Vinen scoring goals. Aho has one, but right now, Nason's got two. Burns is, I think, leading your team in assists. And you're getting goals from the depth, right? And that's fine. That's not a bad thing. But you really desperately need to get some offense from your top six now maybe that changes you know because right now it's the matchups at home right you have Jordan Stahl out against the top line for New York we all knew that was going to happen right so what do you do in New York hmm? that is going to be the question who does uh, who does New York's bench boss determine Aho and company will be matched up against and there's also concern i believe tara vinen did not come back so i'm not sure what the lines will be yet. i'm not sure how injured he is not sure if they were evaluating and the game ended before he could come back i'm not sure that's something to keep an eye on i think if you lose tara vinen that is an and it's nothing short of a disaster um, for the organization you desperately need to have tara vinen on this team with a team that already struggles a bit to score you cannot not have Tavo Teravainen. He is a must-have for this team. You have to have him. It's that simple. So that brings me, injuries brings me to the next point that I have. And that is simply the, the, the officiating tonight, I think, was not where it needed to be. And I know my co-host is the more level-headed of the two, but... He is not here, so you get to listen to me rant about the officiating. The Carolina get a lot of power plays. Yes, not going to have any problem with that. They were all penalties, right? And again, 
what my view on this is, is that this is a player safety problem. I had a small discussion with this on Twitter. Someone felt this wasn't a major. I, I feel like this should have been a five-minute major game misconduct, or at the very least, four-plus, you know, uh, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, another ten, right? You you completely hit a player, and this is the problem, right? It's player safety. That's the, the real problem that we have. It's a player safety issue. You get hit from behind a defenseless player, hit in the numbers, to the ice, and then you sit on top of him when he's clearly hurt. That's not only dirty, it's dangerous. And this is done by a veteran of the league to another veteran of the league. Guys, <laughs> you can't do that. That's Bush League bullcrap, man. You have to call that. You can't just give two minutes. If you think it's just two minutes worth of penalties, you need to go back to officiating school. And I say that with jest, right? You, you cannot not call more than two. You have to call at least four. I argued five. I can see the argument for just two. I don't agree, and that's fine, right? We're not always all going to agree on certain things, and there's nothing wrong with that either. But at the end of the day, what you need to do is simply uh, call the game. Call it fair, right? If Carolina commits a penalty that's egregious, you call it, and you call it the way it's supposed to be called, right? I, I might, I, I don't, I don't understand why you don't call it. But, you know, at the end of the day, we have a Carolina Hurricanes win to talk about, and that's what matters. Even if you don't agree with the officiating, hopefully things will start to even the way it's supposed to, which I think is fine. But we will move on. The captain was okay. You you cannot lose Jordan Stahl. You're, you know, you lose Teravine, and, you know, that's an offense lost, and that's a problem itself. But if you lose Teravine, and that's a disaster, a complete and utter disaster. Or if you lose Stahl, that's a complete and utter disaster. Cannot lose Jordan Stahl. He came back, he played, and it was his line who ended it in overtime. Moving on again to just another couple of thoughts on the game, right? It wasn't Carolina's best. I've already said that. Um, you had some turnovers. Islanders got a lot of good chances. You don't want to play that game in Long Island. That will not work. You have to tighten it up. The defense on the defensive end of the puck, I think in general, over if you look at the course of the game, Carolina was very good, but they had a lot of turnovers, which led to mistakes, which led to goals. And you have to be careful of that when you're really playing a game away in the playoffs, right? You let in some bad goals, you turn over the puck at inopportune times, it's going to cost you, especially on the road. And Carolina has not been able to win on the road for a very long time, right? I think the last time they won on the road was. Tampa Bay two years ago. Their only win against the Lightning came in that series in Tampa, surprisingly enough, right? All right. Now, a word from our sponsors, and then I'll get to the game itself. All righty, folks. So now we're going to get to the game um, and just kind of go through the, the, you know, the, the box score and kind of address anything else that we need to three stars. And if you had any Twitter questions, I'll answer them. I haven't seen any yet, but if I go on and there are some there, I'm more than happy to address them. Right. And I'll go back and look and see if the coach has said anything as well. 
It's NBA playoffs time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Gets in on the excitement of every game with a touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get the bonus bets back up to $10. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with to- code THPN. What do we have first? So, and we talk about the the overall box score for Carolina. We had first goal, Paul Stasny. Look, everyone knows that I love Paul Stasny. I love Paul Stasny. He is one of my favorite players on this team. He's one of my favorite players as someone who's played in the National Hockey League for a while. Um, he's all class, and I mean, he said what we felt like, right, about the officiating in, in that period at the end of the first. So he gets Carolina on the board, good feeling, everyone's happy in that arena, the, the, the roof goes off, I'm watching it at home, my co-host Sam Wallace, he is at, um, at the game, I'm jealous because he gets to see one of my favorite players score, so go Canes, Paul Stastny. Game goes on, and then again at the end, you have that kerfuffle at the end of the period where it's like, uh uh-oh, Jordan Stahl hurt, clearly everyone's nervous, can't lose your captain. Also, you saw the team stand up for themselves. I love that. I love that. I love that they went in and they were like, absolutely not. You will not. You absolutely will not take on our captain, right? You will not do that. You will not hit him from behind. You will not cheap shot him. And I applaud you guys who were at the game booing every time Matt Martin touched the puck. Bravo. Don't let him forget that that won't be tolerated at PNC Arena. Absolutely not. No period. End of sentence. Absolutely not. So... On to the next, right? So that's the first period. Carolina up one to nothing. Then you move on to the next period, where that period was a little on the more intense side, right? So you you have a couple of goals in that period, right? From one from Carolina, you get one from uh, I believe it was Stefan Nason, and that's the fluky goal that we keep talking about, folks. That's the one where Sebastian Ajo, no, not the Finnish one, but the Swedish one, puts it behind Sorokin on a very odd carom. It goes into the back of the net. Good feeling better. Carolina up two to nothing, and everyone is cheering. Everyone is happy. And then good feeling gone because the New York Islanders, unfortunately, get one. And now it's two to one. You're like, okay, we've been here before, right? This is okay. We're going to be okay. Everything is okay. And you just, you, there's the concern that you are back at, you know, uh, it's close. Nobody wants to be this close in a game. But you have a goal from Matt Barzell, which does make the game a one goal game. And then you have 
another goal from the Islanders at the very end of the game, or at the very end of the period, and it's tied, and everyone's like, oh boy, we've been here before, when Carolina has allowed a goal at the very end of the second, and then what normally happens, they come out in the third flat, and guess what, that's exactly what happens, it's all New York, and they get the go-ahead goal, I believe that was Pyle Palmieri, and Palmieri gets one, and it's 3-2 Islanders, and oh my goodness, Carolina has blown a two-goal lead, it's 3-2 New York, and at this point, you're just sitting there like, oh boy, a team that is starred for offense, can they get two more? And like I've been saying, the defense does it again, and it's not Burns, Goss, Despair, or Chatfield, one of your more offensive defensemen. No, it is Jacob Slavin doing Jacob Slavin things, caroms it right off the goalie's head, and we have a 3-3 hockey game, and that is how the third period will end, and oh boy, it's overtime. Carolina's been here before. Carolina knows how to win in overtime, right? They've done it before against the Islanders, and they will do it again. Carolina does their job, and they take over the game in overtime. Carolina played very well in overtime, in my opinion. I thought they, they defended well. They, the Islanders really didn't get maybe but one good scoring chance. And Carolina got a few more, and Faust just sniped it top cheese on Sorokin and good feeling back Carolina wins it in overtime oh my goodness what a game right it it was just an impressive win on a night Carolina did not play their best hockey but that's what's so good about this team right every night they have a chance to win and that is what's so perfect Right, this is the team that's without Max Pacioretty, Andrei Svechnikov, uh, Kasha, and that's a lot of goals right there. Probably somewhere between 70, 80, or 90 goals right there that you do not have in your lineup. That is a that is a lot of teams' top line: Pacioretty, Kasha, and Svechnikov. That's a lot of teams' top line, and you just want to see. Offense and Carolina scored four tonight, and you beat Sorokin four times. And I'm going to be honest with you right now, uh, Ilya Sorokin probably the best goaltender in the playoffs right now. I think you can make that argument, and I think you would be right to make that argument. You cannot expect to go into Long Island to expect to score four. You're going to have to score maybe. You're going to have to win this game two to one, three to two again. Sorokin probably won't let in four again in this series. I would be surprised. He might. He might. We did it tonight. But Sorokin is just that good. And I think you need to know going into it, your goalie is going to have to be elite in this series. And so far, Ronta has been very, very good. And we will see what Freddie does. Because I do expect him to play at least a game in uh, Long Island. So you have come out of the series. You, you did what you have to do, right? You win at home. Carolina is the, as of now, and it's going to stay that way, Carolina is the only team in the Stanley Cup playoffs to win so far both games at home. You have a couple more games going on. you got the Stars and the Wild and the Kings and the Oilers. But Carolina will be the only team to win both games on home ice. The only team to win both on home ice. Boston would have been the other. They lost tonight to the Florida Panthers. So, yes, all you Kaniacs can get very happy. I'm very happy because we don't like Boston. 
So good for the Panthers. They took a game in in Boston, and good for Carolina. They won both games at home, and the series will shift to Long Island. So now I'm going to tell you what my three stars of the game are. You know, honorable mention to Paul Stasny. Uh, I thought he was excellent tonight. I am not going to give him a, a star because I feel like there were other players on the ice that were better. But I think Stasny deserves an honorable mention. He got the crowd going. He got the game started for Carolina on time. But, you know, he's not one of my stars. My third star tonight is going to go to... Oh, you know, my, my, my third star is going to go to Brent Burns. I, I just, Brent Burns has been so good, man. I mean, there's just nothing that you, Brent Burns is just has a whole nother level in the playoffs. He might not have got, you know, he might not have gotten a point on the first Stasny goal, but he's one of the reasons that play was just perfect. Right, he kept it going. He made the play happen, and Burns has been just outstanding this whole series. I think he may lead Carolina in points, or at least very, you know, he's he's doing well, and I think that's important. And he looked good tonight on the on the other side of the puck and on the offensive side of the puck. Second star, I mean, you have to give it to Jacob Slavin, right? So you know, your second and third star are Carolina's top pairing defensemen, and I think that's a more than reasonable, um, more than reasonable. You have a great pair, and they should be your, your first and you know your second and third star on, on most nights. And they were tonight. They were offensively great. They were defensively great. And Slavin got the tying goal, the one you needed to have to get to overtime to win it. And of course, of course, the hero of overtime will get my first star. I will cheat, yes, and I am very proud of it. Jesper Fast will be my first star tonight. He was outstanding. And overtime, and he just ripped it past Sorokin. Gotta love it, gotta love it, gotta love it. So, on to Twitter. Let's see here, folks, what we see on Twitter. If there's anything important I need to share. Your co-host asked a question on Twitter, so I will answer it, because why not, right? He said, why are overtime playoffs so intense? And my answer to that is, it's the playoffs, man. It's the playoffs. It's going to be intense. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. I've had the pleasure of being at a game as well, an overtime playoff game. It is intense. It is exciting. It is fun. And when your team wins and you're there in overtime, the arena, there will never be anything louder than that. I promise you right now, nothing louder. And then we have David Scott at David Scott 4444 asks, should Ronta go in game three? Where was Freddie on the bench? Is he hurt? Um, so that's that's a good point because I, I did see something about Freddie Anderson was sick, but then the tweet got deleted. He did not back up tonight. It was Kochetkov. I I'm, I don't I don't know. Maybe he is hurt. If he is, they, they really haven't said anything. And I guess we'll find out tomorrow afternoon or as early as maybe or as late as Friday. If Freddie's hurt, I think you go to Ronta. And um, that that case, you have to go to Ronta. I don't know if I would start Kachetkov now. Uh, I wouldn't be... I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't be surprised to give Ronta a break, but I don't know if I start Kachetkov. I would feel more comfortable going with Freddie, and I know that's kind of confusing to some of you. I've been very hard on Freddie, 
that I feel I'm not doing nothing more than pointing out reality with some of the goals he's allowed. But Kachetkov's done the same, so I feel like going with the guy who's been playing up here a little bit more recently and um, Anderson makes more sense, which is what I would do. Uh, and then, you know, where was Freddie on the bench? Is he hurt? I don't know if he's... I don't know. Uh, Carolina had tweeted something and then took it down, saying that Freddie was... Uh, Freddie was sick, so I don't know if that's the case. Don't know if he's hurt. Don't know if they were like, oh, just take the night off. No matter what we're doing, we're not taking him out. Uh, Ronta out, so it was, you're going to play, Freddie, you are playing on Friday, so you're just not backing up. We don't want you to play tonight. Just take the night off. I don't know. I feel like you have your number two backup unless there's an issue and there's a reason why he's not. So not sure why, but um, that is the direction that they chose to go. Again, not sure. So, you know, what's going to happen at the end of the day, right? Uh, my concern always is going to be what's going to happen with your... Um, oh, so here we go. Right now, this is the absolutely horrific, horrific, horrific news. Teravine and season's over. Uh, Brendan Moore says Teravine and broke his hand. We'll need surgery. So that's ball game. That is the end of Tevo Teravainen this season. So that is not good. Um, Brendan Moore said, Teravainen's hand was broken on a slash at the 425 mark of the third surgery tomorrow. He's out. So I don't know if he comes back this season. I'm going to assume the answer to that is no. Uh, and Brendan Moore's not happy. And I understand. I wouldn't be happy either. You just lost one of your absolute top players and someone you desperately need to have in this game. That is devastating news that is unfortunate news and i really don't know what carolina will do i do believe they can win this series without him but at the end of the day that is bad news for carolina so i guess we will move on to long island again guys just make sure that you like this like the episode subscribe we love y'all have a good night go canes Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.